Welcome to the Bible in a Year with Manna. I'm your host, Uriah Beagle, and with me today is Charles Strauss. Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today, we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the one-year chronological Bible. Today is day number 40, and we'll be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 25, 26, 27, and 28. Let's dive in. Exodus chapter 25. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive my offering from every man whose heart compels him. This is the offering you are to accept from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen and goat hair, ram skins dyed red and fine leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense and onyx stones and gemstones to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. And they are to make a sanctuary for me, so that I may dwell among them. You must make the tabernacle and design all its furnishings according to the pattern I show you. And they are to construct an ark of acacia wood two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high, overlay it with pure gold inside and out, and make a gold molding around it. Cast four gold rings for it, and fasten them to its four feet, two rings on one side and two on the other, and make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark in order to carry it. The poles are to remain in the rings of the ark, they must not be removed. And place inside the ark the testimony which I will give you. And you are to construct a mercy seat of pure gold two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. Make two cherubim of hammered gold at the ends of the mercy seat, one cherub on one end and one on the other, all made from one piece of gold. And the cherubim are to have wings that spread upward, overshadowing the mercy seat. The cherubim are to face each other, looking toward the mercy seat. Set the mercy seat atop the ark, and put the testimony that I will give you into the ark. And I will meet with you there above the mercy seat, between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony. I will speak with you about all that I command you regarding the Israelites. You are also to make a table of acacia wood two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high. Overlay it with pure gold, and make a gold molding around it. And make a rim around it a handbreadth wide, and put a gold molding on the rim. Make four gold rings for the table, and fasten them to the four corners at its four legs. The rings are to be close to the rim, to serve as holders for the poles used to carry the table. Make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold, so that the table may be carried with them. You are also to make the plates and dishes, as well as the pitchers and bowls for pouring drink offerings. Make them out of pure gold and place the bread of the present on the table before me at all times. Then you are to make a lampstand of pure hammered gold. It shall be made of one piece, including its base and shaft, its cups and its buds and petals. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other. There are to be three cups shaped like almond blossoms on the first branch, each with buds and petals three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches that extend from the lampstand. And on the lampstand there shall be four cups shaped like almond blossoms with buds and petals. 
For the six branches that extend from the lampstand, a bud must be under the first pair of branches, a bud under the second pair, and a bud under the third pair. The buds and branches are to be all of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. Make seven lamps and set them on the lampstand so that they illuminate the area in front of it. The wick trimmers and their trays must be of pure gold. The lampstand and all these utensils shall be made from a talent of pure gold. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Exodus 26 You are to construct the tabernacle itself with ten curtains of finely spun linen, each with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and cherubim skillfully worked into them. Each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits long and four cubits wide, all curtains the same size. Five of the curtains are to be joined together, and the other five joined as well. Make loops of blue material on the edge of the end curtain in the first set, and do the same for the end curtain in the second set. Make fifty loops of blue material on the edge of the end curtain of the first set, and do the same for the end curtain in the second set. Make fifty loops on one curtain and fifty loops on the end curtain of the second set, so that the loops line up opposite one another. Make fifty gold clasps as well, and join the curtains together with the clasps so that the tabernacle will be a unit. You are to make curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle, eleven curtains in all. Each of the eleven curtains is to be the same size, thirty cubits long and four cubits wide. Join five of the curtains into one set, and the other six into another. Then fold the sixth curtain over double at the front of the tent. Make fifty loops along the edge of the end curtain in the first set, and fifty loops along the edge of the corresponding curtain in the second set. Make fifty bronze clasps and put them through the loops to join the tent together as a unit. As for the overlap that remains of the tent curtains, the half-curtain that is left over shall hang down over the back of the tabernacle, and the tent curtains will be a cubit longer on either side, and the excess will hang over the sides of the tabernacle to cover it. Also make a covering for the tent out of ram skins dyed red, and over that a covering of fine leather. You are to construct upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each frame is to be ten cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. Two tenons must be connected to each other for each frame. Make all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. Construct twenty frames for the south side of the tabernacle, with forty silver bases under the twenty frames, two bases for each frame, one under each tenon. For the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, make twenty frames and forty silver bases, two bases under each frame. Make six frames for the rear of the tabernacle, the west side, and two frames for the two back corners of the tabernacle, coupled together from bottom to top and fitted into a single ring. These will serve as the two corners. So there are to be eight frames and sixteen silver bases, two under each frame. You are also to make five crossbars of acacia wood for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for those on the rear side of the tabernacle to the west. 
the central crossbar in the middle of the frames shall extend from one end to the other. Overlay the frames with gold and make gold rings to hold the crossbars. Also overlay the crossbars with gold. So you are to set up the tabernacle according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Make a veil of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen with cherubim skillfully worked into it. Hang it with gold hooks on four posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold and standing on four silver bases. And hang the veil from the clasps and place the ark of the testimony behind the veil. So the veil will separate the holy place from the most holy place. Put the mercy seat on the ark of the testimony in the most holy place and place the table outside the veil on the north side of the tabernacle and put the lampstand opposite the table on the south side. For the entrance to the tent, you are to make a curtain embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen. Make five posts of acacia wood for the curtain, overlay them with gold hooks, and cast five bronze bases for them. Exodus chapter 27 You are to build an altar of acacia wood. The altar must be square, five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high. Make a horn of each of its four corners, so that the horns are of one piece, and overlay it with bronze. Make all its utensils of bronze, its pots for removing ashes, its shovels, its sprinkling bowls, its meat forks, and its fire pans. Construct for it a grate of bronze mesh, and make a bronze ring at each of the four corners of the mesh. Set the grate beneath the ledge of the altar, so that the mesh comes halfway up the altar. Additionally, make poles of acacia wood for the altar and overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be inserted into the ring so that the poles are on two sides of the altar when it's carried. Construct the altar with boards so that it is hollow. It is to be made just as you were shown on the mountain. You are also to make a courtyard for the tabernacle. On the south side of the courtyard, make curtains of finely spun linen, a hundred cubits long on one side, with twenty posts and twenty bronze bases, and silver hooks and bands on the posts. Likewise, there are to be curtains on the north side, a hundred cubits long, with twenty posts and twenty bronze bases, and with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The curtains on the west side of the courtyard shall be fifty cubits wide, with ten posts and ten bases. The east side of the courtyard, toward the sunrise, is to be fifty cubits wide. Make the curtains on one side fifteen cubits long, with three posts and three bases and the curtains on the other side, fifteen cubits long, with three posts and three bases. The gate of the courtyard shall be twenty cubits long, with a curtain embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely spun linen. It shall have four posts and four bases. All the posts around the courtyard shall have silver bands, silver hooks, and bronze bases. The entire courtyard shall be a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide, with curtains of finely spun linen five cubits high, and with bronze bases. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use, including all its tent pegs and the tent pegs of the courtyard, shall be made of bronze. And you are to command the Israelites to bring your pure oil of pressed olives for the light to keep the lamps burning continually. In the tent of meeting, outside the veil that is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to tend the lamps before the Lord from evening until morning. 
This is to be a permanent statute for the Israelites for generations to come. Exodus 28 Next, have your brother Aaron brought to you from among the Israelites along with his sons Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar to serve me as priests. Make holy garments for your brother Aaron to give him glory and splendor. You are to instruct all the skilled craftsmen whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom to make garments for Aaron's consecration so that he may serve me as priest. These are the garments that they shall make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these holy garments for your brother Aaron and his sons, so that they may serve me as priests. They shall use gold along with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of finely spun linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. It shall have two shoulder pieces attached at two of its corners so it can be fastened. And the skillfully woven waistband of the ephod must be of one piece of the same workmanship with gold, with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and with finely spun linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on one stone and the remaining six on the other in the order of their birth. Engrave the names of the sons of Israel on the two stones, the way a gem cutter engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in gold filigree settings. Fasten both stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the sons of Israel. Aaron is to bear their names on his two shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. Fashion gold filigree settings and two chains of pure gold made of braided cord work and attach these chains to the settings. You are also to make a breastpiece of judgment with the same workmanship as the ephod, construct it with gold, with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and with finely spun linen. It must be square when folded over double, a span long, and a span wide, and mount on it a setting of gemstones, four rows of stones. In the first row there shall be a ruby, a topaz, and an emerald, in the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond. In the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And in the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. Mount these stones in gold filigree settings. The twelve stones are to correspond to the names of the sons of Israel, each engraved like a seal with the name of one of the twelve tribes. For the breastpiece, make braided chains like cords of pure gold. You are also to make two gold rings and fasten them to the two corners of the breastpiece. Then fasten the two gold chains to the two gold rings at the corners of the breastpiece and fasten the other ends of the two chains to the two filigree settings, attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the other two corners of the breastpiece on the inside edge next to the ephod. Make two additional gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod on its front, near its seam just above its woven waistband. The rings of the breastpiece shall be tied to the rings of the ephod with a cord of blue yarn, so that the breastpiece is above the waistband of the ephod and does not swing out from the ephod. Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he shall bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart, 
on the breastpiece of judgment, as a continual reminder before the Lord, and place the Urim and Thummim in the breastpiece of judgment, so that they will also be over Aaron's heart whenever he comes before the Lord. Aaron will continually carry the judgment of the sons of Israel over his heart before the Lord. You are to make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue cloth, with an opening at its top in the center. Around the opening shall be a woven collar, with an opening like that of a garment, so that it will not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn all the way around the lower hem, with gold bells between them, alternating the gold bells and pomegranates around the lower hem of the robe. Aaron must wear the robe whenever he ministers, and its sound will be heard when he enters or exits the sanctuary before the Lord so that he will not die. You are to make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it as on a seal, holy to the Lord. Fasten to it a blue cord to mount it on the turban. It shall be on the front of the turban, and it will be worn on Aaron's forehead, so that he may bear the iniquity of the holy things that the sons of Israel consecrate with regard to all their holy gifts. It shall always be on his forehead, so that they may be acceptable before the Lord. You are to weave the tunic with fine linen, make the turban of fine linen, and fashion an embroidered sash. Make tunics, sashes, and headbands for Aaron's sons, to give them glory and splendor. After you put these garments on your brother Aaron and his sons, anoint them, ordain them, and consecrate them, so that they may serve me as priests. Make linen undergarments to cover their bare flesh, extending from waist to thigh. Aaron and his sons must wear them whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the holy place, so that they will not incur guilt and die. This is to be a permanent statute for Aaron and his descendants. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for granting us this place of worship back in our time. Thank you for removing the obstacles and the barriers that man asked for so that they would not be a nation of priests and allowing us to fulfill that as your nation of priests, as your people who embody or are embodied as the temple with your Holy Spirit dwelling in us so that we no longer have to go through anyone to go to you and through your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So here we have day 40. It's almost exclusively a description of all these details that are going into this temple that's being built called the tabernacle and into the priestly garments that people would have to wear in this. Some of the things that stood out in that description is just raw detail that we need to bring to your attention. First is they use a word called cubit for a lot of the measurements. So a cubit is between 18 and 20 so inches. It was usually measured from the elbow to the end of the forearm, including maybe some fingers or not, depending on who is doing the measuring. So not the most precise measurement in the whole world, but that can give you a concept of scale. It says testimony, depending on the translation, that's talking about the Ark of the Covenant and the contents of the Ark of the Covenant. Then we go into some really cool details about the tabernacle, and we're going to highlight just a few of those, or else we'd eat up your whole day talking about it. The first one I want to cover is the ram skins that are dyed red. So what do you think about that? 
I think whenever we see red in scripture, we think of what some people have called the scarlet thread of redemption. We think of the blood of Jesus. And when I was in college, I was exposed to a book called Promise and Deliverance, which totally revolutionized the way that I looked at the Bible. It urged me to look at every page, every chapter, every book of the Bible as being the story of Jesus, of being the story of deliverance, of God intervening in human history, sending his son to be the propitiation, the offering for our sins, and to redeem a people back for himself. And that's one of the keys. We're talking about the Ark of the Testimony. Why is that important? As we read in uh, the first chapter from today's reading, that's where God is going to meet with his people. He came down and he met with his people there. In a place that was covered in the blood of, or the symbolic blood of a sheep Mm -hmm. all over the top, the skin of a ram, Mm -hmm. a male lamb, Mm a little bit more grown probably just because of the logistics here for the Israelite people. A lamb wouldn't have that much skin to help cover this whole thing. So they use a ram, Mm -hmm. which showed up before in the story of Isaac. Mm -hmm. So it's the ram that they're receiving to help cover their offering in the Old Testament. We'll see the lamb and the lamb's blood covering our sin in the New Testament. Then we get such descriptions and depictions that are laid out for us much more clearly where we get where these 12 stones, some of those colors there, if you didn't know, onyx and burl or darker stones, depending, and we have all these different colors that would be adorning them, and that's the 12 tribes of Israel. It would look like a rainbow, I believe. If, oh. if the sun hit it, I believe we'd see a rainbow. Wow. And there again, there's another picture of God's covenant, God's promise to his people. The people wearing these would be the first of the line of Levitical priests, something that was exclusive to the Old Testament as a requirement of having a intercessor, a human intercessor, to be between you and God so that they could be consecrated and holy to present your offering to God. But today, we don't have that, do we? No. (laughs) Thank God we have Jesus who came down and offered himself on the cross for us And through his grace, he comes to live by his spirit inside each one of us. And that's why Paul says, therefore, we call out Abba, Father, because he has created us to be his children. Powerful words. Amen. Thank you for joining with us today. We look forward to being with you tomorrow for day number 41 of the Bible in a Year with Manna.